Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this Xbox podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's Xbox gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were FIFA 20, Contra Rogue Corps, and The Surge 2. Games coming out this week are Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition, Baldur's Gate 2 Enhanced Edition, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Planet's Gate Tournament Enhanced Edition, Icewind Date Enhanced Edition, Roman Rumble, Lost in Las Vagum, Asterix and Obelix XXXL 2, Neverwinter Uprising, We Wish We Were Here 2, As Divine Kimura, Legrand Legacy, Tale of the Fate Bounds, Ghostbusters, the video game remastered, Slabwell, and my very anticipated Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have seven to cover this week. Number one, Microsoft's Project xCloud streaming service will begin public testing in October. Steven Totillo, Kotaku writes, Microsoft's take on game streaming will be in the hands of a select few members of the public next month. Project xCloud, not its final name, will let people play Xbox One games via the cloud without the need for a console. Microsoft announced that the service will begin a public trial in October, though it won't be full-fledged rollout. The trial will initially be available in the US, UK, and Korea, letting people play Halo 5, Gears 5, Sea of Thieves, and Killer Instinct through an Android phone or tablet with an Xbox One wireless controller connected via Bluetooth. The service is meant to work over a Wi-Fi data connection, but the proof of the whole experience will be how well it works as people play it on the go or wherever they hope to have a decent enough connection. Microsoft has said it plans to support more devices, more games, and more regions, but it is starting with narrower options to test the service. It will be free while in the public trial, with the service's business model to be announced in the future. Project xCloud is also supposed to enable people to stream games from their Xbox One consoles, but Microsoft has not said when that option, similar to PS4 Remote Play, will be available. I was really anticipating this fall being able to try Project xCloud for myself, but unfortunately, I am an iPhone user. It is really disappointing that they're only rolling this out to Android, but I hope that everyone that gets a chance to try it really enjoys it and that this will be successful for everyone. Number 2. New Games with Gold for October 2019 Dean Shima Bukoro at XboxWire.com writes, In October on Xbox One, stomp your enemies and save the city in Tembo the Badass Elephant, and then get in the spirit of Halloween by playing Friday the 13th the game. On Xbox 360 and Xbox One via backward compatibility, play the game based on an animated movie with Disney Bolt, then sharpen your blade and take on your enemies in Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge. Tempo the Badass Elephant will be available from October 1st to the 31st, Friday the 13th from October 16th to November 15th, Disney Bolt from October 1st to the 15th, and Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge from October 16th to the 31st. Friendly reminder for all these games with gold, even if you have no intention of playing the game, go in there to redeem them, as they will be with your account forever. Number 3. Microsoft announces Xbox consoles will be carbon neutral. Joseph Noop at IGN writes, Microsoft has announced it is joining a new United Nations initiative dubbed Playing for the Planet Alliance and plans to make 825,000 new Xbox consoles carbon neutral. Other partners in the initiative include 13 other companies, including Sony Interactive Entertainment, Twitch, Google Stadia, Rovio, Ubisoft, and others. Quote, some of the biggest names in the video game industry with a combined audience of 970 million players have today formally committed to harness the power of their platforms to take action in response to the climate crisis, the UN stated. Combine these commitments from 21 companies will result in 30 million ton reduction of CO2 emissions by 2030. We'll see millions of trees planted, new green nudges in game design, and improvements to energy management, packaging, and device recycling. Microsoft's new Xbox units will be the first carbon neutral consoles ever, according to a statement from the company. 
Wanted to share this as this is clearly going to be talking about Project Scarlet, and it's really good to see that Microsoft is tackling climate change from a gamer's perspective with all their consoles. Number 4. All the news from the ID at Xbox Game Pass Fall 2019 Showcase. Vincent Wang at XboxWire.com writes, Our ID at Xbox Game Pass Fall 2019 Showcase has concluded. If you didn't have a chance to watch it, you can find the video above. For those who are interested into the TLDR, we have you covered with a blow recap. Today we announced more ID at Xbox games coming to Xbox Game Pass and shared some footage and gameplay of these great games from independent developers. We also sat down with some excited publishers that shared more about their games, which will be day one premieres. There was 13 games announced for Xbox Game Pass across console and PC. Xbox Game Pass for console and Xbox Game Pass for PC games include Munchkin, Lonely Mountains Downhill, Demon's Tilt, Genesis Noir, Minute, The Talos Principle, and Vambrus Cold Soul. Xbox Game Pass for console included Ukulele and The Escapist 2. Xbox Game Pass for PC included Cities Skyline Windows 10 Edition, Dead by Daylight, The Red Strings Club, and State of Mind. There's also interviews with independent developers for Lonely Mountains Downhill, Demon's Tilt, and Genesis Noir. The video was only 11 minutes long and highlighted all the aforementioned games. I do recommend any fan of this show or Xbox and Game Pass, go watch the video, see what appeals to you, and then get ready to download them when they come out. Number 5. Minecraft's Nether update adds new biomes, piglin beasts, and mobs, and visual effects to the Nether. Adam Bankhurst at IGN writes, Minecraft's next major update is called the Nether update and will add new biomes, mobs, structures, blocks, and visual effects to the Nether to enhance its unique and scary atmosphere. Revealed during Minecon Live, the Nether update will add the new target block that acts as a projectile hit detector, and the Soul Sand Valley and Nether Wart Forest biomes. Also introduced were the Piglin Beasts and Piglin Mobs that brand a new civilization to the Minecraft universe. The name Piglin may be a temporary one, however as fans can now vote on a new name. In addition to the Nether update, it was also revealed that bees, bees hives, and the honey block will arrive in both Bedrock and Java versions of Minecraft before the holidays. The team also went further into detail on the character creator that will allow players to customize the characters with both free and paid content. And a first for Bedrock, capes will also be available, with the free founder's cape becoming available when it launches later in 2019. Character creator will be available in both the vanilla Minecraft as well as Minecraft Earth, and characters will be able to be synced between both games. More continue to support for one of the most played games of all time, and one of the biggest games of the last 10 years. Number 6. Call of Duty's year-long PS4 exclusive mode angers players devs respond. ONS Good at Polygon writes, One week ago, Activision and Infinity Ward said most post-release content for Call of Duty Modern Warfare would launch simultaneously, but that PlayStation 4 players would get a quote, exciting day one advantage. We now know that the term most excludes the game's spec op survival mode, and day one advantage means PlayStation 4 players get that exclusive for a full year. As one might expect, PC and Xbox One players are peeved about this, even more than usual due to Modern Warfare's support for cross-platform play. The news came during Tuesday's State of Play showcase for PlayStation, with a year-long exclusive until October 1st, 2020, both asterisked and fine printed. Call of Duty subreddit, as would be expected, blew up at the revelation. A new COD game will be releasing when this is out on Xbox and PC, WTF. I'm also certain that this was part of Activision's deal with Sony to have cross-platform pay in Modern Warfare, replied another, speaking for the suspicious of many. But this is just horrible, and I'm on PS4. On Twitter yesterday afternoon, Infinity Ward's narrative director Taylor Karoski stressed that this only applies to the Spec Ops survival mode, and importantly that that's not the full Spec Ops mode. At just one type of game within it. Kiarowski said that the decision to hold out Spec Ops survival was a decision, quote, above all of our pay grades. Kiarowski also implied that the fur over the year-long exclusive move for PS4 seems somewhat overblown. 
Quote, let's be honest, ruining is an exaggeration. Survival is 1% of the game. The other 99% is simultaneously day and day across all platforms. I'd rather have everyone playing 99% of the content at the same time than 100% of the content sometime later. Since 2015, Sony has enjoyed a timed exclusive first crack at Call of Duty post-launch downloadable content, picking up that deal after Microsoft offered similar exclusivity for the five years prior. Last week's announcement made it sound like the arrangement was changing, but the open beta's two-day preview on PlayStation 4, plus an exclusive 2v2 alpha test on that console, is a reminder that it's still very much in effect. Personally, this was probably the biggest news story of the week for me. I truly think this is disgusting. These type of exclusivity deals do not benefit gamers as a whole. They're strictly for the business. Even seeing how much outrage there is from the PlayStation community is enheartening, but Xbox gamers still get to miss out, even if it's 1% of the game. It seems like Activision must have pursued this deal, as they used to have this type of exclusivity with Destiny content, but now that Destiny is independent, all content will be releasing at the same time. It always stunk playing Destiny 1 and 2 on Xbox, as we missed out on strikes and new weapons for at least a year. These deals need to stop in the industry. Your long exclusivity is truly ridiculous. And number 7, a weird one. 20,000 Fallout 76 Power Armor Helmets Recalled for Mold Exposure. Alicia Judge at IGN writes, Concerns have been raised that a wearable Fallout 76 helmet is a breeding ground for mold bacteria, resulting in the recall of over 20,000 units. A statement from Bethesda reads, quote, The helmets that are being recalled are not from Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition, but are instead a different line of helmets sold exclusively by GameStop. The Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition helmets are unaffected. Consumers should visit the product recall page for instructions if they have purchased a GameStop helmet. 32 units out of the 20,000 units manufactured were sold to customers. When I read the headline for this story, I just couldn't believe that there could be more negative press for Fallout 76, but it turns out it still has not ended. Those poor developers. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this week as I beat Gears 5, I'm going to do another Gears of War fact. Luke Luby on TheGamer.com writes, Hammering the Stalemate. As many people who've played Gears of War Judgment can testify the Hammer of Dawn wasn't invented by the COG, quite the opposite in fact. The Hammer was originally invented by the UIR during the Pendulum Wars as a way to turn the tides of war before they could put the Hammer into development. However, Baird and his team were able to steal the plans and tweak them in order to break the stalemate. Much like the Scorched Earth defensive they have utilized against the Locust, the COG turned the Hammer toward UIR cities and military bases, crippling the UIR's power and forcing their eventual surrender not too long before E-Day. For all you playing Gears 5 out there, I hope this adds a little more background to some of the things that you'll be experiencing in the game. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, leave a review, share it with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, as I just mentioned, I beat Gears 5, and it might be my favorite exclusive of this generation. Love the story, the gameplay, the characters, everything about it, and what an ending. Wow. I have committed to jumping back into the Destiny world, I was addicted to Destiny 1, played Destiny 2 hardcore when it came out, and then immediately fell off. As soon as I get off of recording this podcast and editing it, I'm going to jump back into Destiny 2 in preparation for Shadowkeep this week. My name is Brandon Rosa, you can follow me on Xbox at Broza93, I hope you all have a great week, and keep on gaming.